0: Each week I'll either be going solo or have guests with the aim to inspire, uplift you and give you the tools for you to live your most epic AF life and business possible. You can find me on Instagram with the handle at HiVibeBabe. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey beautiful babes, I'm here hi babe, here today. I am really damn excited and I feel like I say this every single interview, but I definitely am. I love interviewing people today. I have Sonia Bavistock. She is a soulful business and social media coach who supports women in business all over the world. Sonia guides these women back to themselves, back to their powerful stories, their beautiful voices, their unique, unique superpowers, their intentions and their purpose. Sonia is a magic finder and is here to help heart-led women everywhere have a strong and soulful online presence that creates an impact and income. Oh my gosh, welcome Sonia.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited to be here with you.
0: Oh, yeah, it's going to be the most juiciest <laughs> conversation like ever. So, would you mind first off please sharing your Instagram handle so people can put your voice to the face?
1: Yes, absolutely. So you can find me at Sonia, S-O-N-I-A dot Bavistock, B-A-V-I-S-T-O-C-K.
0: Perfect. Okay. And, and the link is down as well. If you want to go and click that while you're listening, welcome to listening. Um, just a humble hi. Do you want me to tell everyone a bit about you and you're like, what's your story and how did you end up doing what you're doing now?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So if we rewind about seven years ago, I was in a corporate job that was very unfulfilling and had become really unchallenging. We were going through a massive corporate takeover at the time and I was an executive assistant and I just saw my job kind of being taken away from me piece by piece during this takeover. And it was at the time when blogs were really super popular and we used to read them and comment on them like all the time. And so it was actually my husband who suggested that I start a blog purely just for a creative outlet while I was figuring out what my next corporate step was going to be. And so I started a blog. It was called Sonia Styling because it was all about me sort of styling my life one story at a time. Mm -hmm. And it kind of evolved to become this really kind of down-to-earth fashion and lifestyle blog with lots and lots of my stories sprinkled in and because I was such an active member of the blogging community at the time as a reader and a commenter I had this instant audience and all of a sudden this blog that was just meant to be a creative outlet purely for me turned into a side hustle, a part-time earner for me. And I ended up working with all of these amazing brands. I was signed to an agency for a time and yeah, it was just such a good experience. And During that time, I changed corporate roles and went into a media and communications job and instantly knew that I was not meant to stay there for very long. I knew this was going to be the stepping stone to my next big thing. And little did I know that the next big thing would end up me starting this business that I'm in today. And so... Yeah, I kind of used the skills that I had acquired from starting and running and building my own blog and community. And the skills that I took from that, because I was headhunted for the media and comms role because of my blog, I took that across to that job. I learned from an amazing journalist while I was working there. And then I used all of those skill sets to create this business because I had so many friends who owned their own businesses and just really struggled with social media, knowing what to post, how to show up, how to create communities, all of those things that I had been teaching myself for the past you know, seven plus years. And so that's how this business was born. I originally started as a social media manager for other people. And then about six months into the business, I had lots of people coming to me saying, can you teach me how to do it? I want to be able to do it for myself. And that's how the coaching came in. And very quickly, I realized that my heart belonged to coaching. And so here we are three and a half years later. Oh, that's beautiful. I also really like just for any human design, which is
0: kind of like just everyone. Sony is a manifestor as well, so you'll mm-hmm. manifest a life over here. I just love seeing your business evolve because that's what. I mean, we've only been connected for a little while, but I love hearing the story about your business being evolved because evolving, rather, because manifestors we really desire to have a lot of creativity and. <laughs> being our own boss and being able to have everything evolve is really powerful and really like freeing, right? So do you want to speak a little bit about the transitions for you and how that went for you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, human design is something that I'm still quite new to. And I feel like so many people say that because it really is... It's a beast unto itself, really. And there's a lot of parts to it, as you would know, being an expert in it. There is so much to learn about it, which is awesome. And I love it. But it's only fairly new to me. I've probably only been diving into the world of human design since last year. And so there was a lot of conditioning that I really had to unravel and a lot of deprogramming that needed to take place when I stepped outside of the corporate world, because as you would know, being a manifester, like my not self theme is being a people pleaser. And that was me pretty much my whole entire life. And, you know, classic example, spending nine years in the corporate world as an executive assistant, personal assistant, always answering to someone, always being somebody's right hand and always, you know, meeting other people's deadlines and expectations and that kind of thing. I had to undo a lifetime of that basically when I started my own business. And so it took me a really long time, like an embarrassingly long time for me to find my way with it all. And yeah, I really struggled. I felt all at sea for probably like the first six months of my business, working for myself full time and just gradually bit by bit, piece by piece, as I've been learning more about myself because I am an absolute personal development nerd, like I can't Mm -hmm. get enough of it. I think self-awareness is the most powerful tool we could ever give ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so just diving into working with different coaches, discovering modalities such as human design that really resonate with me just helping me to understand myself better then informs how I can work best and run my business the best way. And so, you know, there've been just lessons all along the way, including making some really tough decisions in my business. Like earlier this year, I closed down a membership. I had over 60 women in the group who I adored, but I just couldn't do it anymore. I just knew it wasn't something that I could carry forward any longer. And so I had to make the really tough decision to close that down. And, you know, the more I learn about myself, especially as a splenic manifester, the more I understand how I work best and how I can serve people best. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a process. It's an absolute process and I'm a work in progress. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: I love that. And th- you know,
0: although we have completely different, you know ways that we lived our life and like what the our p- physical representation of what we, as we were doing I really resonate a lot with your story, and I know the other manifestors listening. Which there is, I have a lot of manifestors in my circle. It's kind of insane. Oh, that's so cool. Seven like to nine percent of us in the world. So it's pretty.
1: Yeah. To me. It's, it's amazing <laughs> when we find each other, isn't it? It's like, oh my god, someone who understands me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just so lovely. It's like an ultimate, just immediate soul sister. Like just yes. straight up, like you're my BFF for even now.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my god, that's amazing. Okay, so I am in love with social media. And you obviously are as well. Would you want to tell me a little bit about like, what are your just even like your top tips or like some things that you've learned to integrate in your business recently, or just, just social media in general? Like what's your philosophy on it all?
1: Yeah, I absolutely love it. I love it as a connection tool. I see it as an avenue of discovery for people to discover me and to just get to know me and get a feel for who I am, what my energy is like, what I'm passionate about, and then obviously the work that I do. And so for me, it just feels like a beautiful online meeting place that I can connect with incredible, incredible people from all around the world. Like I have made some of my best friends through Instagram and I'm not ashamed to say that because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, it's like what you said. It's, it's how like-minded people come together. It's how we find each other. You and I met on Instagram and we clicked instantly and we have stayed in touch ever since. And, you know, you've supported me through some tough times and we've had some really beautiful, honest, heartfelt conversations in the DMs and You know, I love, I love Instagram for that. So I think as soon, like you step onto those platforms fully aware of what they are and their purpose and their intention. And that's fine. I think as soon as you open up an account and start playing on their playground, you know what you've signed up for. And that's cool. Mm -hmm. We all play by the rules of the game, but how I choose to see it is, you know, our energy, our vibe is so much stronger than any algorithm. Like people can feel us, they can really sense us. And so I would really encourage anybody who is a coach or if you're running your own business, you know, be on the social media platforms that really speak to you and then allow yourself to be your complete self on there. Of course, you can absolutely choose what you do and don't share on there. And that, that, that goes without saying, but I think you need to turn the volume right up on your energy and just be your true fullest expression because there is a magnetism to that. There is relatability in that. And it is far more powerful, like I said, than any algorithm could ever be. So first of all, I would encourage you to give yourself full permission to just be your full self, like fly Mm -hmm. your freak flag high. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hard to preach this. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just go full pelt to eleven, right? Just crank it right up. And then the other thing I would really encourage you to do is don't take it so seriously. I see so many incredible women who come to me for coaching, who absolutely paralyse themselves and forget how to be themselves just because there is a screen between them and the people they're trying to connect with. Mm. And if you could just pretend for a moment that there is no screen, that you are at some virtual cocktail party with all of these fabulous people who want to have a conversation with you, how would you interact with them if you were, if you were having a cocktail with them or if you were having a coffee with them? speak to your community just like you would if you were meeting them in real life and having a conversation. And then the third piece of advice I would give is to have fun with it. So play and experiment, try new things at the moment, we're going crazy for reels yeah. um, on Instagram. They are so fun. They're, like, they're short 15 or 30 second videos that you can create that you can teach people something or you can showcase a bit of your personality or share your lifestyle with people. And that's what we want. We want a mix of what you're really good at and also who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm totally all up in the, in the bandwagon. I'm all up in the grill rather of the... <laughs> of the Instagram, like of Instagram reels. Like it's yeah. just tits. It really is. It's so fun. It's like, cause I quite enjoy TikTok to be honest, but it's um, a little more intense. I just, I just, Instagram is my favorite platform. Is it your favorite as well?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think TikTok is definitely slightly skewed to a young, younger demographic, of course, cause it's yeah. the new kid on the block. But like you said, Oh, there are some people who take it mad serious. Right. And they <laughs> turn it into a full production. And I'm like, kudos to you guys. I just want to be able to make a reel like in under half an hour, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> so that's why I have like, you know, I've dipped my toe and this is how you guys can do it too. Like dip your toe in the water on the platforms where you feel most comfortable. So for me, okay. Instagram feels like home. So I played with Instagram stories when they were first launched. Now I'm playing with Instagram. And then obviously IGTV, and then going live, and now it's all about reels. So just start dipping your toe in the water on the platforms that you feel most comfortable and just do it your way. Like, absolutely look to other people. And I think you shared this in your Instagram Reel workshop, which was awesome, by the way, is like look at what's trending, look at what other people are creating, and then put your own spin on it. Make it relevant to your industry, make it relevant to your audience, and make it all your vibe. Mm. Um, yeah. And I think that's the way to do it really.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And you're, you're so right. The vibe is transpired through mm. what we do. And, you know, I know, I know, look, I understand a lot about algorithms and you obviously do as well. And you're meant to post, you know, and at, at ideally consistently, you know, the same time of day, or at least once a day or whatever you're, sorry, not at least once a day, or if you're doing it three times a week, just be consistent. Right. But you know so we understand these things but it's not a hard and fast rule because the reality is that yeah, your your energy is way more powerful than any algorithm ever will be. So it's not about like just pushing out content because you have to do a post a day over really no. every single day. Just people pick up on that vibe. Like it's absolutely it's really, yeah, it's really quality over quantity.
1: Absolutely. People can feel when you're posting out of obligation rather than excitement. So mm-hmm. I like to tell my clients to set themselves a baseline. So what I say to them is like literally, I say, is if things could like the shit could hit the fan. And all hell could break loose, but what would be the baseline of posts that you could publish each week with all of that crap going down? Mm -hmm. And so for some of my clients, it's three times a week. For other clients, it's five days a week. They post Monday to Friday. Other clients, it's seven days a week. It's going to look different for everybody. So stop trying to do what everybody else is doing and tune into yourself instead and set yourself a baseline because I just feel like when you set that baseline... You could like hit that baseline or you can go over. And if you hit the baseline, like job done, you know, tick, mm-hmm. you've done it, you've done it. You've had a successful week. If you happen to go over because you've got a bit more content to share or you're feeling particularly inspired, or there's something super timely and relevant, you feel really called cool to speak to, then fucking go for it. Mm-hmm. you know. But then, but at least you've hit your baseline and anything over and above that is icing on the cake, babe. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that absolutely love it in every single way I would love for you to speak to because I know a lot of us and I'm sure you would have had resistance as well but when it comes to telling our story online mm. that can be very paralyzing right <laughs> do you want mm-hmm. to tell us a bit about your journey on that and why it's been so important for you and your business
1: yeah absolutely so I think I had a really good training ground having a blog because it was almost like a permission slip to overshare And I am such a fucking chatterbox. Like I love a chat, if you guys haven't picked up on that already. So for me it was like, oh, this is so fun. You mean I just get to like hop on here and share my stories and people read it and then we have a conversation about it. It's like awesome. Sign me up. So for me it kind of feels like a no-brainer, but I've had that training ground for other people who are new to this and are coming into this especially as a business or as a personal brand. It can feel quite scary. So what I would encourage you to do is to choose a few aspects of your personal life cuz Obviously, if you're a business or a coach or an entrepreneur or whatever it is, you're going to be talking about what it is that you do and the topics of your industry that you're really passionate about. That goes without saying. Where you need to then weave in a personal element, that is where you're going to really allow your community to not only get to know you as a subject matter expert, but as a human being as well. And that is the number one reason we're all on social media, is to connect with other people. So... I always recommend choose a few aspects of your personal life that you would feel comfortable talking about with a stranger that you just met on an airplane. So you just got sat next to somebody, you got chatting, how much of your personal life would you share with that person that you just met? that's often a good yardstick for a lot of people. And, you know, if there are a couple of aspects of your personal life and literally they could be anything, like if you're obsessed with coffee, then own that. Be a a coffee addict, be a coffee enthusiast. If you love statement earrings or bold lipstick colours, then like make that your thing because you never know what little thing is going to be the connecting force between you and someone else. So back in the day when I was blogging, I used to have in my bio that I was a leopard print obsessive because I love leopard print. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the neutral. <laughs> and, you know, I have, I have created so many connections and had so many people message me because of that one tiny line in my bio and the fact that I used to talk about it often. And so people would find leopard print items in, in shops and whatever, and they'd be taking photos and sending me a DM going, I thought of you. And that is memorability right Mm -hmm. that is being memorable people think of you so they're making connections and so that's why I say it can be something seemingly tiny or completely random but people will associate you with that thing and so choose whatever it is that you're comfortable with sharing in your personal life so for me I share only a little bit about my husband because he's not on social media believe it or not at all and he doesn't really want himself splashed across my entire account but he'll let me feature him now and then. So you, you'll see a lot of my cat and a lot of my dog, people love animals, they also love kids and that's up to you whether you share your kids or not. And then aside from that, I will just share, you know, the things that I love so that people can get to know me as a person and there might be some sort of common thread between us that makes me relatable to them. And if you can create that relatability, then you're creating connection.
0: Mm-hmm. And connections have been a lot of them convert as well to say, yes, right? So yeah, it's so absolutely.
1: Because very- I think, I mean, it's pretty obvious we are. There's some big shifts and big changes happening in the world right now, and we are moving into this new paradigm. And it's no longer about. Well, this is just my personal perspective, but I don't mm-hmm. think. It's, it's no longer about like, oh, she has such and such a program and I want those results, so that's why I'm going to sign up for that and work with her or whatever it is. For me, I think it's now about, gosh, she has she has a kind of energy that I really need to be close to. And she's achieving things that I want to achieve myself in my own way. And she's making the kind of money that I want to be making, or she's living the kind of lifestyle and giving back in the ways that I want to live and give back. And so I want to be close to that energy. And so that's why we choose to work with people. And so the only way that you're really going to show showcase that and show people that is if you share your stories and share yourself and I think you know the biggest thing that we can really take out of the stories and when I say stories I just mean moments of your life that you have lived It could be something tiny like a conversation at a cafe while you're getting your coffee or it could be something really significant like, you know, a life event that you moved through or a trauma you experienced or, you know, an incredible coaching session you had with your coach. But what's really important is not just telling those stories but drawing the meaning out of it. So what's the meaning you can take out of the experiences that you've lived? Or what are the lessons you can draw out of them? And that's what you want to weave into your stories, so that you're not just telling a story for the sake of it. It's not just like, woohoo, story time. It's actually giving people something really tangible and valuable to ponder, to think about, to mull over and to apply to their own lives. And then they look to you and they just think, gosh, wow she's incredible. Like she managed to draw that out of that. And that's just taught me something. And my God, I just like, I love her. I'm vibing with her. Like that's, that's what your stories create. Mm
0: -hmm. God, I I couldn't, I'm just been nodding the whole time. (laughs) It's like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. I, yeah, I totally agree on every, every single freaking level and it can be scary for us to actually, you know, in the beginning of our businesses, right? I remember this significantly to like start sharing more things or also even like sharing the lessons we've learned from things that have gone down in life, right? Because there are people on our social media, like our family members or our partners or whatever. And so what I personally choose to do is a lot of the times I do just share Kind of the lessons behind all the theme behind it because I can mm. also sense being a manifesto where it's kind of a collective thing as well mm. without necessarily sharing the death of like, oh, my husband, I just had a massive, mass scrap, you know, <laughs> like you could do it without like sharing that sort of thing. But the, the reality is that, yeah, we are all very connected and we are all able to help one another too. Because one of the things that, like, with my coaching clients who are coaches for instance at the beginning of their businesses like in some of my group coaching programs you know all sort of things some of them are like oh I, I don't know how i'm going to help people but the reality is that you know we don't always want to work with a mountaineer we want to work with someone who's just a few steps ahead of us because they're like oh no it's all right. you just go around there you're just a little bend and like it's just it, we can help them so much better when they're really close to where we are because it's just it's really easy for them to calibrate to our energy and for us to give them the, the perfect advice that they need in that time. So, but when we're starting out, we often think that, oh, we need to like have a degree in coaching and we need to be certified in this and we need to have 10 years experience. And do you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> oh yeah. A hundred percent. And I agree. Like for those people who are new coaches or starting out in their businesses, you don't have to have all of the steps like one through 10 like already lived, experienced, learnt to be able to start helping people, you literally just need maybe steps one, two and three. Mm -hmm. And you can help the people and you know i quite often say that our soulmate clients are the past versions of us so it's literally us like 2 years ago or 3 years ago they're the they're the people that we want to help right because we can say to them like you just said like here's the shortcut here's how to here's how to get through this quicker than i did you know here's what i recommend here's what you can do And that's the greatest impact that we can have is if we're just turning back to help those who are a little bit further behind us on the path.
0: Mm-hmm. I totally agree and then also to circle back around before when you're talking about brand awareness I think that's mm-hmm. a really really massive and really important thing to talk about as well because you know people like for instance with my stories it's like I don't know coffees and kids and walking on the beach or whatever like just random things and I always get people you know just like my life right yeah and in the beginning I was really scared to share that stuff because in the at the very beginning until literally my coach was like but people i want to know you right mm-hmm. with these things before i was living in the fancy house and before i had it all together and all the sorts of things and what i found along the way is that it doesn't it's imperfectly it's not imperfect it's imperfect wait, it's imperfectly perfect whatever it is but then yeah People like always, just like you were saying about the leopard print, right? People always send me videos that it's made of coffee or like, which coffee machine should I buy? Or like, you know, just so many things around coffee and around the kids and around like traveling or, or whatever it is or human design, especially, oh my God, human design. And I was found this, it was just yesterday, I think I was on TikTok and I saw this chick who was sharing about brand awareness of Starbucks. So what she was doing is she, she in America you have drive-thru. Do you have drive-thru Starbucks there in Australia? You're in Australia.
1: Yeah, uh, we don't have. I don't. We don't have Starbucks in South Australia where I live. I think it's on the east coast of Australia. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. We do have Starbucks here. I do have one in my city. I haven't been for a very long time, but it's obviously a big thing in America, right? Like a, a massive thing. And this chick was going through the drive-thru in one of the Starbucks and they're like, we've got a free gift for you. And they gave her a, you know, a car freshener, you know, it was shaped like a coffee oh, and a cute. flavor of their, like one of their holiday coffees. And she's like, every time I get in my car now, all I want to do is buy one of those fucking coffees. And on the oh. tip she's like, eventually I gave in, you know? <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's the same it's the same thing for us with our brand awareness and stuff. So making that really strong connection, some people will then end up being converting because they because they were able to connect with us on a level that if we hadn't shown these aspects of us, which as you said, you can filter, right? You don't have to show your kids. You don't have to show anything. You don't have to show your ass to get 10,000 followers or whatever, right? But if you are, you do you, do. that's the tip, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that that people, yeah, relate to us because of who we are. And that's the reason ultimately why like Kylie Jenner gets paid a million dollars to post a fucking photo for 10 minutes on her stories or whatever, you know?
1: That's right. If people
0: know like i her. Yeah.
1: Exactly, exactly. And I think, you know, you made a really good point there is like, I like to say your playground, your rules. So you choose what you share, like you're the adult here, you're in charge of what you share. So, you know, share what you're comfortable sharing and then allow people to get to know you. And really one of the best tips that I could share with you is have conversations in the DMs with people because that is where the magic happens, right? A lot of people are quite shy still to leave comments on posts. They will lurk and they will watch Every single thing you post, they will watch every story. They will watch every post. And this is so true. A client of mine just recently just opened her own bricks and mortar store. She has an online store, but she's opened up an actual physical store now. And she said, Sonia, I can't believe how many people come into the store and buy whatever it was that I just posted on stories or on my feed, yet I have never seen them like or comment on a single post. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, there are so many people out there, whether they're introverts or they're just a bit shy or they don't feel comfortable sharing like publicly in comments or whatnot, but they're watching, right? And Mm -hmm. so the best thing you can do is welcome them into your inbox. So having conversations in the DMs is where the magic happens, right? And the best thing that you could do whenever somebody reaches out to you is to send a voice note back because that is a way of really making somebody feel seen and heard and acknowledged and it is a beautiful personal touch that you can send which literally takes under a minute and you and I have voice noted back and forth so many times <laughs> and it's it's just such a nice way to get to know somebody and I have had the most incredible responses from people when I've sent them a voice note instead of just typing out a reply I've sent them a voice note and they've gone, oh my gosh, it's so nice to hear your voice. Thank you so much for talking to me.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it's
1: just the little things. It's where can you add like a personal touch or where can you humanize an interaction with somebody online? And that goes beyond socials. That can that can be translated to if you run a product-based business, you know, what's can you include a handwritten thank you note in yeah. the order? Or, you know, if you're sending out an email to people, use their name in the email and, and really personalize it and make it make it all about you you know all the things that you love and all the things you know that they love like make it a really personal human experience yeah
0: yeah I totally I totally dig that and totally agree and one of the analogies that I use is like I'm a I'm an ex farmer so this is like you know my life but we used to have to like you hose down the yard after you finish milking and you have a high pressured hose and if you open it all up all the way up then it doesn't actually wash much but when you put it on as high pressured, then it actually makes things move a lot quicker. And you can sort of, like with a garden hose, right? If you put your thumb over it, it happens a lot quicker and things, we try to get something off your deck or whatever, you know, it's the same sort of thing with our clients, right? So it's, don't try and be broad all the time. Be really you and speak to your target audience. Like just as if you would speak to you and you actually, it's the most powerful thing you can do for your business is by, yeah, not thinking that you need to speak to everyone because it's just it ends up being wishy-washy for sort of everyone instead of being like really powerful and people messaging you like I'm sure you get and I certainly get all the time at inbox like how did you just know that about me yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, well it's because it's me babe I'm yeah. speaking to me
1: <laughs> exactly and I think that is like one of the best pieces of advice you can give is like if you're ever struggling with what to write think about what you need to hear right now And chances are, like, whenever you share a post like that, it'll go gangbusters. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like that classic line, I don't know who needs to hear this right now. Uh, Spoiler alert, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) And then when you share it, watch, like, watch the people come out of the woodwork, you know, they're like, oh, my God, it's like you're talking directly to me. Or yes, this is what I'm going through too right now. This is how I'm feeling. It's just, it's such a beautiful connector between you and them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I totally agree.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you want to share with me and us a little bit about what your vision is for 2021?
1: Mm, yes. I just spent yesterday actually creating my vision board for 2021 and writing a whole bunch of affirmations for the different aspects of my life. And yeah, the feeling I got when I completed the vision board was I felt really light and I felt really expansive. And so I think what my hope is for everybody next year, for myself included, is that next year is light and expansive for all of us. And I think the way that we can really achieve that is to take the lessons and the gifts from 2020, especially around simplicity. Mm-hmm. So How can we make our lives more simple? How can we make our businesses more simple? Because I think there is so much beauty in simplicity and within that beautiful simplicity, it's way more pleasurable. It's way more effortless and it's way more fun. And so from that energy comes the light and expansiveness. And I think that's when we really open ourselves up to the flow of receiving everything it is we want to receive.
0: Yes, girl. It takes both, right? It takes the it takes both the energetics and the strategy. And if we miss one or the other, it just doesn't flow the way it should. It just yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: And like, I would just encourage you, like, really tune into how you. How you can visualize best, and for some people, you know, I know in human design, you're either a specific or a non-specific manifestor. Is that right? Yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and so for me, I'm a specific manifestor. So for me, creating that vision board with all of the things that I really want to call into my life, including I put some ha- like a handwritten note on there of the number of clients I want to serve, the amount of money I want to make, and I even did an exercise recently, super high level, just literally pen and paper because that's how hmm. I work best, but I set my financial goal for next year and then I broke it down into how I could potentially achieve that through the group programs I want to create and my one-on-one coaching. And it was just that simple act. It was literally just one page of me writing down all of this stuff that I was then able to feel the feelings. And I know that so many of us here, when we're manifesting things, we have to get specific, like we have to know what we want, then we have to feel the feelings as if we've already had that. And for me, being a specific manifester for so long, I was like, oh yeah, but I'm sure it feels really good. But actually sitting down and doing that exercise enabled me to feel the feelings of potentially what I could earn next year. And all of a sudden I was like, boom, there it is. I can feel it now. And so, yeah, if you're a specific manifestor, maybe, you know, an exercise like that or creating an actual vision board will work for you. But I think no matter what type of manifestor you are, then give yourself the time and the space to dream a little bit, you know, really tune into what it is that you want for next year and then ask yourself how you can get there in the simplest, most pleasurable, effortless way.
0: Mm, that
1: is beautiful 100%
0: all about embracing the femininity and
1: yeah yeah and then and then put your plan of action into place you know because as you as you always say we need to marry the masculine with the feminine like Mm -hmm. you know dream and be flowy and flexible and fluid with it but then like you know put your foot to the gas and like take some action
0: <laughs> Yeah, and love the masculine drive. Like uh, for a mm-hmm. lot, of, like for me, I was really conditioned masculine. It's really funny. runs. like, you're so feminine. I'm like, well, it perceives like that, but on the inside I feel very masculine. However, like, you know, and then I started learning about femininity and like how much I was cock blocking myself and it went through a stage of like, Oh, Masculine, so bad. Now I'm like, I love me some fucking masculine drive. Like, man, she gets shit done.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and it's fun. Also, to sort of note for any of you who are listening, and if you don't know whether you're a specific or non specific manifester, when you look at your human design chart above your head, you have the four arrows. On the right hand side, it's the bottom arrow. If you're pointing to the right, you're a non specific manifester. And if you're pointing to the left, you are a specific manifester just so you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's good to know because for some people it is just about feeling the feelings and having a bit of a vision, you know, a bit of a loose vision and this or something better. And then for others of us, like we need the detail to feel the feelings and then we've got our motivator. We've got our driver, you know,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: hundred percent. I mean,
0: and who doesn't want a quicker hack to manifest? I mean, come on. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> totally here for the shortcut. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. This has been so much fun. I want to, and like, just put the floor out for you to share about anything you've got coming out in 2021. And where people can come and find you a bit more as well. Hang Yeah,
1: out. yeah, absolutely. Well, I always am hanging out on Instagram. So please come and join me there and send me a DM and let's have a chat. At the moment, you can work with me one-on-one and in 2021, of course, that my one-on-one coaching will continue. And I'm also introducing some group programs, which I'm really excited about. So far, I have four in the pipeline and they are all on topics that I see so many of my clients and people in my community struggling with, and they have been things that are passions of mine and that I happen to be really, really good at, and also things that I have moved through myself in 2020. And so I'm really excited to be bringing them. They're going to be shorter group programs, so they're going to be really accessible and really easy to be able to move through the content and for you to then be able to take it forward with you and just implement and incorporate that into your life and business every day moving forward. And who knows after that, we'll just wait and see what unfolds for this little manifesto. Oh my gosh. I love it. You're like, I already have four (laughs) (laughs) manifesto life. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Cool. Do you have a website as well? I do. I do. So it's actually my old business name before I stepped out from behind the veil and started owning Myself and my name, and just being myself out there. So it is scribe and So scribe as in a writer and social.com.au. Oh, yay. Okay. The link is down below as well
0: for anyone who wants to go and follow. And please do screenshot this. And especially if you're a manifester, please tell us.
1: <laughs> yes. yes. Please share with us like your biggest takeaway or, or any little juicy tidbit that we've shared that, you know, really resonated with you. Uh, we would love to, love to see that. It's always great yeah. to get feedback. I would love to know.
0: And for anyone else who's listening, do you have any final notes of anything you think someone might need to hear?
1: Yeah. I just want to say that it is fully okay. It is more than okay for you to be your full glorious beautiful technicolor self so please turn the volume up on yourself shine brighter than you've ever shone before and allow the people who need to hear from you who need to see you who need to be in your energy and connected to you allow them to find you really effortlessly and easily by being yourself
0: Mm, oh my gosh that is beautiful the best piece of advice ever 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 Thank you so much,
1: Sonia, for coming on the podcast. Oh, thank you. Oh, Oh my gosh, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And you have such a beautiful community and it's just testament to the gorgeous energy and vibe that you bring to everything that you do. So thank you for empowering us and supporting us.
0: Oh my gosh, that warms my heart. You are so welcome. It's my absolute pleasure. It really, really is. Oh my gosh. Okay, take care, babes. Thank you. Bye. Bye. It is called High Vibe Babes Community. It is a free Facebook group and I would love to have you in there. There are so many free trainings and epicness in this group, so please get your booty in there. It would mean the world if you'd subscribe to this podcast, do the reviews, the rating, the stars, all of the things. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode. I'm sending you all of the vibes and all of the love over and out from your to High Vibe Babe.